0: Well, the Blues Festival is over, and it's time to get back to the normal cycle of OMN Coffee Shop Conversations, right here in World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason in Portland. I'm Tom D'Antoni. With me in the place is drummer Tyrone Hendricks, and if you have heard funky music around here, you most likely have heard him with Liv Warfield, Doo Funk, Farnell Newton, you name it, and he has provided the means for you to shake everything you got. He has a new album called Rhythm of Life, Volume 1. just came out, and since he calls it Volume 1, he must have Volume 2 already in mind. The cream of Portland soul and funk are on it. Jared Lawson, Tony Ozier, Farnell, Saida Wright, Nefisaria, Scroggins Thomas. I could go on and on. Instead, let's hear from Tyrone Hendricks. How about it? to the cupping room that's where we are sitting here in the cupping room in world cup coffee and tea how you doing i'm doing great thank you for the invite yeah you uh must be busy these days oh yeah very busy <laughs> got this new album here uh, looks good nice picture thank you <laughs> this is a long time in the making wasn't it
1: yes definitely It uh, was a long time in the making uh yeah. you know you just never know you know when you're uh Playing all these years and meeting mm-hmm. folk and you yeah. know, you know all the music that's coming out of your heart and all that you know, you, you you're always you're coming to that point to put an album together. Like you're yeah. already creating yeah. something right then and there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so, um, I see some of these things were produced by other. By, you you produce some of these and some of these were produced by other people, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, what What was it like for you to produce yourself? Cause um, you don't have another set of ears, do you?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, really producing, you know, stuff yourself. You know, you you you, you hear it, and uh-huh. I'm not, you know, I can't play all instruments. Um, uh-huh. You know, I'm just naturally a drummer, but I have yeah. uh, very good ears, and um, uh-huh. I, I feel I have a very good knack for who fits a particular uh-huh. style or what I'm hearing. Uh-huh. And you know, I call the musicians, and I'll you know call them over and harmonize the parts to them and Mm -hmm. we'll go over it till it gets to where I feel like that's the feel I want. Mm -hmm. And then I'll call in another musician to do it and then I'll come in and play over the top of what's happening. Ah. And then Mm -hmm. from there, um, I'll be sitting there and be like, you know what, I think Saida would be great for this song. Or Mm -hmm. I feel this is like a Jared Lawson song. Mm -hmm. And then I'll send the song off to the artist and let them vibe with it, and then they'll, you know, write. And then, boom, it comes together.
0: Nice, nice, nice. So, um, uh, when when you're when you're recording, do you lay down a groove first? Um, I can either lay the groove down or mm-hmm. lay the melodic down first. Uh-huh.
1: What do you um, prefer? I normally prefer to lay the beat down because the song is. Hey, you're my, a drummer. Yeah, it's in my head, so <laughs> yeah, I can just sit yeah, down and yeah, play yeah, the yeah, song yeah. in my head, and then. It's a foundation anyway. Yeah, go right from there.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got a quite an all-star lineup here of oh, of, uh, of the funkiest people in town. Yes, sir. You do. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So you, some some you produce, but some um, you know. There are other, I mean, Tony o, Ozier has produced some, and, and um, uh, uh, Steve, Steve, Swatkins. Steve Swatkins, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference for you when when you, this that you you let somebody like in on on the on, on your creative process in that way in a fundamental way?
1: Well, these are guys that you know. Of course, I've shared the stage with. Yeah. And uh, I trust their musical judgment, so yeah. you know we can sit down and collab on something uh-huh. easily. Yeah. It's not you know music to us is yeah it's nothing. Yeah. So you know they have they vibe. I have mine. We come together, put that vibe together, and mm-hmm. boom, put it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. But you were part of. Uh, the Dookie Jam, the original Dookie Jam, weren't you? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 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 when was that? that was a, that was a hell of a summer. That was like uh, 2008 or something, 2007, right yeah, in
1: there, yeah, right around that age, yeah.
0: That little that little joint downtown.
1: The calabash. Calabash. With the guy
0: guy cooking cooking outside and uh-huh, that jerk chicken, Jamaican jerk chicken. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tony was there running around outside with the microphone. That's right. <laughs> with yeah. his finger under his nose. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, that vibe was uh you know cannot never be duplicated. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. a lot of folk have tried to duplicate that vibe. Yeah. Has it happened. No. Hasn't happened,
0: you know. And the caliber of musicians. Mm-hmm. He, Walked through that place was unbelievable And I think that was The
1: biggest thing Is that we were able To bring classical Yeah Jazz Yeah Funk Yeah You know uh, You know uh, Alternative Yeah Country Everything All in yeah. one build, All in one room And <laughs> you know it, You know I, I, I won't say It never would be done again But Yeah I don't know At, at that higher caliber
0: yeah. Of musicianship yeah. It was a was special happening. time Yeah Special time and Liv would walk in
1: Oh yeah oh yeah you, you have you can have live. we had Lady Gaga and then walking in one time um, I think the Lion King uh, was in town yeah. there were background singers came uh-huh. in for a while yeah yeah we've Albie Shore came in you know so we've had some <laughs> yeah we've had some folk and even musicians yeah. I've met on the road have been like yo mm-hmm. we were looking at some YouTube clips or we saw a live stream of the Doogie Jam so the Doogie Jam is, is known It's inter, it's internationally known so
0: yeah. You, you still you still do it? Yeah, we still do it. You, yeah, uh, yeah, every
1: yeah. first uh, Thursday at Dante's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> People wouldn't recognize Tony these days. Tony <laughs> cut his dreads off. It's unbelievable. Yes, he
1: did. <laughs> <laughs> still shocking.
0: It is still shocking.
1: I saw him backstage at
0: the Blues Festival. I went, wait, a minute, who's that? Sounds like it sounds like Tony, but it don't look like Tony. <laughs>
1: Hey, he put a picture on Instagram, and I was like, I don't believe it till I see it. And I know. We, and we had a gig at the Revolution Hall that night, and then he finally came up, and I was like, hey, he really did it. You did it? <laughs>
0: he really did it. So <laughs> um, so w- w- when did you come to Portland? I
1: moved from Oakland, California to Portland mm-hmm. in the summer of 2004. Really? So actually, I'm going on my 12th year of being here. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. Nice. What brought you here? Um. I was I was ready to uh to change. I had been in Cali my whole life and mm-hmm. you know, I felt musically yeah. I was kinda at a stalemate. Um you know, it was just one of them chance chance mm-hmm. things. You know, I came up here and the year before my uncle to do a a, a gospel revival mm-hmm. um with heaven bound church, uh Pastor Hosley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really just kind of fell in love with the area yeah. from there. And I was, you know, talking to a friend. Like We talked for like a whole year. And then mm-hmm. um, I decided to make that leap. Yeah. Um, and it's been the greatest move of my life, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, my mama misses me, but I love her. She, you know, I'm, like, my mom, I'm right up the street. I come, you know, I come visit you. So,
0: you know, but it's been great. Yeah. So uh, uh, to get back to your record, uh, um, why did you call it Rhythm on Life? Um
1: rhythm on life I mean everything moves to a rhythm
0: yeah
1: even when you think you're off rhythm it's still a rhythm <laughs> you know <laughs> I tell cats all the time they be like oh they off rhythm I said no yeah. technically they're not on the rhythm you're on but right
0: or they could be it could be Reinhard Maltz playing playing odd, odd meter rhythm odd meter but guess what
1: <laughs> the odd meter is still yeah. still a pattern that's right you know and you know our hearts have the heartbeat yeah. when we walk we have a yeah. We got
0: a beat to it, you yeah. know, so rhythm yeah. on
1: life. You know, the whole yeah. life revolves around a rhythm. Yeah. The
0: axle, of the earth rhythm, yeah. you know, yeah. so. Yeah, Um So, um, the, uh, uh, what was the, what was your biggest challenge, other than money? Because money's always the challenge. Mm-hmm. But other than that, what, what was the biggest challenge for you in making this album?
1: I think the biggest challenge, um, the whole process, you yeah. know. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with a challenge, I always... Oh, bring on a challenge, some people learn some people can take a challenge and be like, "Oh, this is negative, and woo, woo, oh, you no, know and I'm no. trying to teach my, my my little young son right now, yeah, there's nothing wrong with a challenge. A challenge is a good thing, right. you know he see a challenge and he gets upset, and I'm like, "No, nah, son, you're gonna be okay." Right. but you know the, you know this the whole process, you know you got to deal with people's schedules, yep, um yep. you know, my process of doing a song may not be the process of how they do a song, you know, as far as mm-hmm. like speed and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um or even the recording process, you know so it was you know it was a challenge but also a learning curve for me also so mm-hmm. I, you know i really really loved it you know and i learned a lot and you know i'm ready to you know do volume 2 like yeah. i'm already yeah <laughs> kind no, of it right cuz you've it. learned
0: all the stuff yeah you know it's, it's still learning learning is hard mm-hmm. i got a i got a gig that i i'm from baltimore and oh, okay. and i got yes, a sir. gig in la okay They moved me, and and I had only produced one TV thing in my whole life, two TV things in my whole life, Mm -hmm. and they hired me to be a a field producer, making making stories, making half-hour documentaries at 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 the PBS station in in LA, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know one tape one one tape I didn't know one tape format from another at that time, right? Mm -hmm. And so they just threw me in the pool, Mm -hmm. and I failed, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but didn't matter. I I I learned, I, you know that that's how I learned. You know, the, you know the greatest thing I ever learned was from from that experience. I had a uh, I had a boss, and she sent me out to do a documentary on James Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do James Cleveland, right? I, I shot him in this church, interviewed him in his house, mm-hmm. the whole thing, and it was okay, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. And she she looked at me and said, "That's not bad, but you know you can write your way out of anything." Nice light bulb went on and I, had that, I, I, I followed that, that advice the whole my whole life. Gotcha. you know mm-hmm. It's really true. You mm-hmm. know, like I, it didn't matter what I was doing. To, you know it didn't matter if I was if I was making TV or, or, or writing uh, or any, you can write away anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's true in almost anything. Yeah you know I mean you get something if you get something that, that's not quite right, well you, you can deal with it. you yeah. can deal with it you know? you have, it gives you that confidence. Are you more confident now having done this?
1: Um, oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm yeah. confident and yeah. you know, I'm I'm out telling, you know, other fellow, you know, drummers, artists and all that, they're asking mm-hmm. me questions. I'm like, look, you know, it it seems hard, but yeah. You just yeah. gotta do it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever you think, you know, with the music industry now, I kinda have this, this thing mm-hmm. with the music industry now, it's like it's so open that I think no platform is a wrong platform to go. So yeah. everybody thinks you gotta have these fifteen song albums and I'm like no, you don't. You yeah. can put out six, seven songs, and mm-hmm. boom, right. that's good right there. Right. You know, so it's right. no format to how yeah. you want to put your album out. Your album is your album. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So if yeah. you've yeah. been sitting on songs for, let's say, ten songs, for like ten mm-hmm. years, I'm like, why? why are you still sitting on those songs? Yeah, put yeah. that out. Yeah, you know, you you're holding yeah. yourself back. Don't hold yourself out. You know, yeah. you hold yourself back. Put it out. There's nothing wrong with yeah. it. You know. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. you work with such great singers. Now you were with Liv early, weren't you? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I literally met Liv uh, a year into me being out here in uh, 2005. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So playing at Blues Fest uh, yeah. with her the other day was like, that was, I think that's about the sixth time we've done it. Yeah. But the first time we headlined. Yeah. And I remember the first, the 2005 Blues yeah. Fest, we were on the yeah. other stage. On oh, the other I remember side. that. I remember it that. It was like 1 o'clock slot or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And we were talking. I was like, I remember my f- – my second gig with you ever was here at the Blues Fest I know on that stage over there and that there. was
0: before she got glamorous yeah. yeah yeah. I did a TV story on her in like 2002 uh-huh. when she was playing with Joey Porter
1: <laughs> my and Juno Webb my Juno Web bandmate yeah, yeah Joey Porter yeah and
0: she <laughs> would she, she would she would sit on stage mm-hmm. in a sit on stage in a, on a bar stool mm-hmm. at the old Jimmy Max mm-hmm. in a running outfit now she was still great her mm-hmm. s- vo- voice was fabulous her songs were wonderful but you know <laughs> Compared to now It's like amazing mm-hmm. It's amazing I, Of course I, I saw it And I'm sure you saw it The first time you heard her Oh yes But um, So t- uh, Now Saida sings with her mm-hmm. On her album And uh, uh, So t- tell me about And There's a little bit of live In that in, the, in, in that tune change mm-hmm. There's a little bit of live Going on with Saida there In that tune change I can mm-hmm. hear that And it was great It was great to hear You know mm-hmm. um, So uh uh uh, uh how do you choose, you know, who, uh, your singers in, in, in each song? I mean, there must be something about them that makes it makes that person fit. Well, you know, like with
1: change. Um, yeah. I've been, you know, with Saida, you know, playing off and on and yeah. played in different, you know, bands and yeah. you know, been around the country with her. Um, it was something about that riff, and I'm like, Saida can nail this song. I just knew. Yeah. And I yeah. was like. I just called her like, Si, I have a song for you," yeah. and I let her hear it, and she was like, mm, "Just you know, sat back, put her yeah. pen out, and wow. listened to it, and yeah. you know, bobbed her head, and yeah. you know, it, the first thing that she kind of wrote, she was like, "Ah, okay," but then she was like, "I'm gonna roll with this," and
0: you see yeah. how it came out. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's,
1: you know, it's just a knack, you know, and that's the thing about producing, you know, you just gotta mm-hmm. have the knack for what's gonna work.
0: Yeah, now, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's, you know, so. it's, 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 a, it's a roll of the dice <laughs> <laughs> to tell you the truth
0: I know that that's not the first tune that you promoted off the album mm-hmm. but I play that song on the radio a mm-hmm. lot and people love that song wow thank you you know really I had a, a, an old friend of mine who was an old KMHD disc jockey in the studio with me this week uh-huh. and he had not heard the album because nobody's heard the album except people who listen to my radio show <laughs> 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 and um, and he just went wow Wow, that's amazing, mm-hmm. you know. Now, uh, you know. So, um, uh, so uh, um, uh, now, Tony Hill, are you still married to Tony Hill? Oh no, we uh, we just have a son together. Saw, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because I'm i i when we last time that we talked, yeah. it was just when when you were getting ready to go go out on the road with Stevie. Wonder. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I literally just got back. Yeah, just, I yeah. just got back. I think yeah. I'm going ahead now with uh, Keegan. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: right, 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 right. Yeah, our son, he was
1: literally I think he was about not even a year yet. Well, yeah, how old time. is he now? He's about to be six in a couple yeah. months.
0: You're still playing drums. Oh yeah, he still plays. I remember that video. Mm-hmm. I saw the video of him a little kid mm-hmm. playing drums. I went, That's a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. a drummer. He's amazing.
1: He he'll <laughs> he'll play and and he does songs in his head like me. Like he'll be humming and doing a song. Is that right? Yeah. My mama saw it and she was like, That's you when you was a little baby right there. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Okay, so he's on he, he's heading on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> to Kylo. Kylo. Yeah, How, how'd
0: you come up with that name?
1: Um, actually, his mom came up with that name. She said yeah. she had, had a dream that she had a boy and his name was Takilo. There you go. And so when she was pregnant and we found out he was a boy, um, was, she's was like, "What? what's his name? I was like, the, the name you had in a dream, T'Kylo. Yeah. I was like, it's a unique name.
0: Can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so she wrote one of the tunes on here. Yeah. yeah, she, she, and, uh, yeah
1: her and Watkins yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So... Uh let's get back let's get back to change for a minute cuz I'm still hung up on I'm hung, I'm hung up on that tune Tyrone. Okay. <laughs> I got to tell you. <laughs> what what is what is she saying in that tune? Um, what is that tune about?
1: I mean the tune is just you know you can achieve you know what what you want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you have to be have an open mind to uh uh-huh. You know open mind to change. You know, if you don't have an open mind, you're closed minded about things. Right. Nothing's going to work for you. Right. But you know, if yeah. you reach out and go get it, mm-hmm. the change is going to come for you.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. You know. Good advice. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. Um. So uh, you you played on Liv's album, right? Yes. Yeah. Un- unexpected. Yes. Unexpected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was that experience like?
1: Uh, experience was great. We went in for like about three days. The Billy
0: Oskies. Huh. Big red studio. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah beautiful studio. Very, it is a beautiful big, studio. Yeah.
1: yeah. Very where you're playing and all of a sudden you have this big glass behind you and you just yeah. see deer just grazing yeah. in the pasture.
0: And over the there. stuff that has come through that board. Oh yeah. That uh, did that mean anything to you?
1: Um later on. I mean yeah. at that moment I'm working, yeah. so I'm just, you know exactly. I'm in work yeah. mode, but you know, yeah. later on, you know, when we kinda got to talking and everything, I was like Yeah. Aretha, Aretha some, came through yeah, this board. A lot of history. Yeah. A lot of history in that board. Yeah. yeah a lot yeah. of history.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. Um, so um, talk a little bit about uh, uh, Miss Scroggins Thomas.
1: Oh, Nephi, Neffi, Nephi. That's yeah. my sis right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we've been in the doo-doo funk for, you know, yeah. a, a long time. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of, you know, crazy with her and um, Arietta, you know. Yes. Their their mom um, put so much trust in you know Tony to nurture them. You mm-hmm. know she let let it be a point that you know I want my daughters to be with you, you know, wow. and, and what you have going on. That's a heavy burden. Yeah, but that she, is. But that that's the heaviest. That's the heaviest burden. Yeah, but she said she entrusts that. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know it wow. would. You know they would nurture through, you know, being with us. So I mean and wow. she's always you know she always had sound advice for us. Um, mm-hmm. My jazz library and like my New Orleans shuffle and all that that mm-hmm. came through, you know, playing with her and playing with Reggie. So it was, just, yeah. it was always a music history lesson for me playing, yeah. you know. So you yeah. know, yeah. her spirit still resonates through them, you know. And, well, her spirit yeah
0: is is and so deep and in, it's, in and all, it's
1: all day, all yeah. day, yeah, all day. Yeah. But yeah, Nephi is just phenomenal, and I just see her just, you know, she has. The, the world is hers, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Just, just take grasp of it, and yeah, yeah, because she has a very unique style, mm-hmm. um, very unique voice. Um, yeah, it's 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 all there for. Her. <laughs> it's all there.
0: Hey, you got some great people on this album.
1: Thank you, thank
0: you. You just that. really do. You got the you got the the the, the cream of Portland on this album. Yeah, I, I appreciate
1: them for just accepting, you know, the invitation, you know.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, uh, and yes, and the Doo Doo Funk All Stars. Oh,
1: of course, that's the family. That's got to that's be there. <laughs> I let that be known when I came in there. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was like, so I was like, yeah, Doo Doo Funk's doing this song right. This is a Doo Doo Funk song right here. <laughs> you know, you got to be kind of demanding on things, and you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So, did did you always think of yourself as a drummer? Or, or did you ever play other instruments?
1: Nah I've, um, I've been blessed with uh, What you call perfect pitch So yeah. you know I can hear things um, mm-hmm. You know when I, when I Play with a band I don't just Listen for drum parts I listen mm-hmm. For everybody's part you know And that's the you know my, my advice to any Musician you know especially drummers Don't just listen to your drum part you get that Down but your goal is when you go into The rehearsal just when you play with An artist period man know the songs Better than the artist knows the song you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. know everything mm-hmm. about that song. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. That 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 helps elevate your wealth to the situation uh-huh. if you know everything about what's going on. Yeah. So that's why I feel yeah. a lot of artists haven't trusted, you know, me to accompany them on stage or even when I get called in the studio, they're you know, they respect that I take that uh-huh. in you know, uh-huh. to heart. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The music matters at the end of the day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I don't, I never want to be the one to uh, hamper the flow of the music, you know, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the music is about the music. It's not about you, like, you know, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's where your producer jobs come from. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, and I've, a lot of people have just told me, you know, man, you would produce a, a pretty dope record because you yeah. have, you have very open ears. Eddie Martinez always talks, talked about my ears. He's like, man, for a drum, you have some yeah. very unique ears. Like, you yeah. hear, they're very big. Huh. You know, you hear huh. it before it even gets there. It's, you've already anticipated where it's going to go, and it just happens. So. Well, there's a compliment. Oh, man. I, heard that, I heard that out of <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh okay.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. What a nice guy. Oh, man. What genuine, a nice guy.
1: Genuine. And in, in when I tell people that, you know, when they find out about it, I'm like, you know he played on this record, yeah, this record, I know, played for I this know. artist, this artist. They're like, yeah, yeah huh, he's here? Like, that guy? <laughs> yeah, yes, that guy right there. Yeah. He's done all that.
0: <laughs> I had him in here, and just um, something about him. We walked out, and the guy who runs the place uh, here at World Cup, had just met him for a couple of, just a couple of minutes, and he went, you know, that's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, um, are, are you going to have a CD gig? A release, a release gig?
1: Uh, well, I had a, I had a uh, CD release uh, May 13th at uh, oh. Jimmy Max. okay. Um, but I am planning on doing something else that's in the works right now. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping I can get my good friends legally blind to come out and do the show with me. So uh-huh. I'm kind of trying to work on that in yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, And, you know, they're just a bunch of great musicians that play okay. for this. You know, okay. I'm confused because
0: I thought it wasn't coming out until this 22nd. Well, that's the digital
1: the digital download, but I have the physical, I gotcha. I have some physical copies. Okay, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So, you know, July 22nd, you know, that be up on all the Uh forums, you know, Uh all that. So you can just go get it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. That seems to be, I guess that seems to be what, what counts the most these days.
1: Unfortunately, it does, but it's good that people are still buying CDs and buying albums. Yeah, you know, yeah, Um, and our, you know, and the main thing is for them is like, look, I like to have the actual portrait of who I'm listening to, absolutely, right here in front of me. Right, it's just nothing like seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, you know so
0: seeing who's on it yes the credits you know, yeah you know who produced it mm-hmm. you know who plays what yeah it's important to you know yeah, it's important to me anyway I don't yeah, know how, that, how important this to other people that's, that's
1: how I found out who a lot of the um, you know drummers are really like Steve Jordan I, I yeah. would have never known yeah. Steve did yeah. all this stuff if mm-hmm. you know or Marcus Miller like I would have never right. known these guys played on all yeah. these records and all right. this if I hadn't yeah. looked at the credits Yeah, you know because you know back then you know 20 years ago we still right. was using VHS Right. You know, tapes and stuff yeah, like that, you yeah, know. So, yeah, you know, yeah. you didn't have the internet. So uh-uh. you didn't know who was, right. you couldn't put the face with it. Right. You know, so you needed to know the names.
0: Did you have an early, who was your early drum hero? Drummer My hero? early drum hero was
1: yeah. Joel Smith. That right. Yeah. Huh. And Joel Smith is basically the godfather of drums and bass in the gospel genre. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And he happens to, grew up in Oakland. Uh-huh. So um, he played with the Hawkins family. Uh-huh. He was, you know, he's they're, you know, related to them. Um, Is that was, part of Edwin Hawkins? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, all them okay. Edwin Hawkins records you hear, that's Joe yeah. Smith. Is that right? drums and bass. Yes. Wow. And um, my first gospel recording I played on, he played bass on. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And all people be like, what's the highlight of your music career? I said, well, you know, I have to say that still <laughs> the number one highlight right now, besides my album, yeah. would be Joe Smith playing bass. See? He playing drums on a gospel recording. Wow. So, that and that was my first one. And oh. I was nervous. When he walked in, and then he just came and said, "Man, I heard the uh, I heard the the, the the tapes of you playing." He said, "Man, you're phenomenal," huh? and that just eased a whole lot of you know, yeah, you know, pressure off the situation. And you know, even he gave me some pointers on how to you know uh-huh. play songs. You know, like you know, let me hear up the sticks real quick. Got on and uh-huh. I just picked it right up. He said, "There we go."
0: Wow! So the,
1: that that confidence helped me to go to other heights Cause like, I uh-huh. once I knew I had like that endorsement.
0: Yeah,
1: I can do anything. Yeah, you
0: know. Yeah, so yeah. wow. Well, of course, we know that you know everything that comes. Everything in soul and funk comes out of comes out of gospel. Yes. A lot of us know that. Not everybody knows mm-hmm. that, but a lot of us know that. But he, Ed, Edwin Hawkins, had one of the one of the only real crossover hits. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Oh happy An day. Happy day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Still used to this day.
0: I play it on the radio. <laughs> still used. You huge. know, I did a. You know, when when. Charleston happened. I did, a, I did a whole set of gospel. Yeah. Yeah, I started with Don't Be Afraid, Shirley Caesar. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, when, um, uh, when all this stuff happened recently, I, I didn't play a whole set, but I started off the show with that tune. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Don't Be Afraid. Yeah. Great song. I think uh, one thing that people don't realize is how many people in this town who are playing soul and R&B and funk come out of the church. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really, I mean we know about Linda Hornbuckle, we know about Janice Scroggins because they were very visible in, in that world. But, mm-hmm. you know, how many people know about Ben Jones? And how many, and yeah. how many people know about you coming out of a gospel background? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it that, that you know, uh, about that that, that that is so important to you? I mean, what is it that fed you?
1: Well, for me, church and drums saved my life growing up out of Oakland. Wow. You know, it was a million different things that I could have done. Yeah. Um, but thank God my pastor, uh-huh. you know, allowed me to, you know, had a form to go in and play, you know, uh-huh. to keep me out of trouble. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so, you know, when I look at, you know, the drums and the church and the gospel, I mean, I always have to give back because that, mm-hmm. to me, like I said, saved my life. It mm-hmm. saved me from getting into a lot of mischief yeah. that I could have easily got influenced in, yeah. you know. Yeah. And even when I tried to dibble dab in that, you mm-hmm. know, the actual street cats, you know, my cousins and them, they was like, nah, man, you ain't meant for this. You, this is you. Yeah. This is your path. Yeah. You know, we chose this path. You don't yeah. have to choose this path. So yeah. if we see you out here, we're going to run uh-huh. you out of here right back over there. And that's what they exactly did.
0: Lucky you. Yeah. So, you know. Wow. Do you still play in church? Oh, yeah. I still play. Do you? I still play. Where do you play? Oh, yeah.
1: I'm over, Um, I'm kind of like back, kind of filling in over at uh, Trinity Full Gospel Pentecostal Church of God in Christ. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. Wow. And that's and it's it's been cool because really for the first time about 30 years, I've really been able to sit back and really. You know, not so much feel like I'm playing all the time, but just Mm -hmm. you know, they have another drummer over there, young young drummer. He's Mm -hmm. coming up. He's you know gonna be on be be on the lookout for him. Mm -hmm. Myself, he's gonna be phenomenal. Um,
0: Now you're the teacher, huh? Yeah, I'm the teacher. I'm the teacher, but you know what? It's
1: great because you know that 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 um, somebody's got to keep that going. You can't hoard it all to yourself. Yeah. You know. So you know, God didn't bless me with this talent to keep it to myself. I have to. Yeah. Put it out there to everybody else. So you know, always tell cats anytime you want to really sit down. You know, hit me up. We'll make some time, and you know, it's no charge. You know, it was no charge to me. The gift I was given. Yeah. So I don't feel you know I should be charging for. Yeah. You know that aspect, especially if you you know coming in looking for advice. I mean. Yeah. Advice. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't be charging for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: You know, most people don't understand drummers at all, Mm -hmm. because people understand. A guy with a saxophone. People understand a singer. But people don't, people, I don't think people understand that, you you know, how a human being (laughs) can use all her arms and legs and Mm -hmm. fingers and do so many things at one time. Mm -hmm. Now, did this this come to you? I mean, is this something innate? Um, Yeah, it's
1: natural. My mom said I was, you know, taking her pots and pans (laughs) out. Beating all over the place, since, you know, <laughs> since I was a little kid. Yeah, you know, I yeah. was scared to play in front of people, though. It took me. Really? Yeah. The f- story is, <laughs> I would play at home. My dad had bought me a kit. I would uh-huh. play at home. Yeah. But when I got the rehearsal, I wouldn't play. I would just sit there and let my cousin and my other friend they would play. It was like three three drummers at the church. <laughs> so one rehearsal, we got there early, mm-hmm. and I'm just playing. The choir director happened to be in the pastor's office. Came out, was that you playing? <laughs> yeah. He said, uh, all right, you stay there. Don't get down. That's <laughs> how I ended up playing. <laughs> so if he doesn't come out that office, I still may be that shy kid that, you know, wow. I play when I'm by myself, but I'm not playing uh-huh. in front of people. Wow. Yeah. But that's yeah. That's, how uh, that's how I started playing.
0: Huh? <laughs> Anybody else in your family musical? Oh,
1: yeah. My cousin, uh, uh, James Booyah Richards, he's a uh-huh. bass player. Um, out in uh, Oakland, he's played mm-hmm. with you know In Vogue, uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson, Wow. phenomenal producer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's he was actually playing the drums before me, really. Yeah, and wow. he picked up the bass, and now he's just crushing. Man, <laughs> he's a great bass player. Uh uh-huh. Um, and my whole family just they all sing. You know, mm-hmm. the, my mama. My aunties, you know, all of them. They just sing. My cousin yeah. Demetrius Tolfori, he's a phenomenal singer. He's got yeah. a couple of records out.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. We. Yeah. The whole family's just, you know, uh-huh. just blessed. Then I got a cousin Terrence Hendrix in uh, uh-huh. out in Houston. Uh-huh. He's a Hendrix. Great guitar player. Uh-huh. He can play his tail off. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The family is uh, <laughs> the family is very talented. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Are you a Hendrix Hendrix from Jimmy Hendrix? Uh. Yeah. 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 Second generation. Is that right? Yeah. What's that mean to you?
1: Uh, It means, I mean, he's, you know, pretty much the greatest guitarist of all time. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, yeah. he's influenced, still influencing. Oh, totally. You know, totally. it's like when you feel like you've heard it all,
0: right. you hear something else. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah so it's, it's, it's great to be part of that legacy, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, now I'm just more or less trying to, you know, create. You know, a legacy for myself and for my sons. Uh-huh. You know, to uh-huh. come up and do what they do.
0: So, yeah. you know, I went to see George Clinton last time. Uh huh. Right, were, were you at, did, were you playing with Farnell that night? Uh-huh. And you guys had the nerve to play Maggot Brain? Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm going like yeah, we got the endorsement. I'm, go, I'm going
1: like, man. we <laughs> got the. Gonna... We, I was I was I was shocked. We got the endorsement to play it. And <laughs> hey, we went up there and. My man, the jive with the town on
0: it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting in the back because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to sit down. I'm old. And um, there's a lady next to me, right? Mm-hmm. And we get to talking. I say, you, you know, that drummer, uh, you know, and it's Tyro Hendrix. She said, I'm a Hendrix. Oh, really? And she didn't know you, mm-hmm. but there was, there was. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Um, we always want more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is I know that you're just really getting out there with this and promoting it mm-hmm. and the digital thing's happening but you must have you must have the next one in mind.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I was, yeah. yeah. It's, it's I so, mean if you
0: call it volume one you've got volume two in uh, mind. Oh, volume two is in my mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, I've already just kind of started humming ideas to myself right? and you know yeah, and then, and it's funny because now that people know that I have this out, yeah, I'm starting to get phone calls and messages. I want to be on Volume Two, so I've got wow. I've got some definitely got some hits. That's uh, great. S- some some uh, great. some hits about inquiries yeah. about doing yeah. Volume Two already, yeah. from some pretty you know significant folks. So yeah, Volume So two you're a leader now. Pretty much, pretty much. I had my first like official, yeah. you know, gig. Uh, for the US Olympic trials last Friday. Really? Yeah, and I'm glad, you know, Farnell, Tone, all them came out and, you know, we got down, you know. How does that feel? It, it felt great. Yeah? Very taxing because, you all know, right? Now, because you are you know, the boss. Yeah, you're the boss, so yeah. everything
0: filters through you. I understand that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, it's, you know, like I said, it's the challenge. Mm-hmm. you know, and I, I I accept the challenge, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to run away from it, you know. Yeah. And
0: if you really want it, you like I said, you got to strive and go get it. So, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I wanted to ask you, but did, now when you did the the album with Live, because mm-hmm. I keep for some reason I just keep coming back to Live. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know this is I know that this new album of yours is really important. It's, it's terrific, but th- those of us who you know who know Live and and care about her, mm-hmm. when Prince died, it was like all I could think about was how's how's Live doing? Mm-hmm. How's Live doing? Of course, I'm, you know, and and I'm although you know we we care about each other. We're not. You know, I, I you know I wouldn't call her mm-hmm. when that happened. I'm not that I'm not I'm not that close to her. But did you did you talk to her during that period? I'm um, more or less sent out a,
1: a message. Yeah, so You know, know, you know just yeah. sent the message out, um, yeah. and when she was ready to reach out and talk, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Reach out and talk, but I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta let folk process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and it's still, I still don't think it's all the way sunk in. Oh no. You know. No, I,
0: I I've talked to her. Yeah, you know, no, I don't think it has either. Did what, did did uh, um, did he have any? What what kind of influence did, did he have when you were making that album?
1: Um, well, you know, the biggest influence I took from him actually was when we were at Paisley, um, yeah. rehearsing for the Jimmy Fallon show. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, we were just rehearsing, rehearsing, mm-hmm. rehearsing. We just kept doing that set. Yeah. I want to say we did okay. that. We ran that set about a hundred times. Wow. Um, and his words were we were looking like kind of like a play he had like a video camera in there just mm-hmm. you know let us look at the replay of kind of how the production was going to be yeah. and his word was like look um, if you got to do this a thousand times he said look you only get one shot yeah you get one shot yeah. to yeah. make yeah. this right yeah you know Um, he said so it don't matter if you run a thousand you want this to be mm-hmm. not just second if you want this to be third nature if anything happened yeah. you can just run it like it's the back of you know your back of your yeah. anything you know yeah. so yeah. um." Yeah. Huh. That was like the major thing I took, like there's nothing wrong with repetition, you know? Right. So if you don't have it down, hey, can we stop and get this part down? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, Yeah. you know? So that's, yeah. my, that's my message that from Prince, anything that mm-hmm. I learned majorly yeah. was like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with keeping, you know, repetition. So, you know, people, you yeah. know, talking about this rehearsal schedule and stuff. I get it, Yeah. I get it. That's why shows were pretty flawless because mm-hmm. the repetition, you know so you know to all young musicians you know I mean even older musicians that may have gotten out that mindset mm-hmm. we gotta bring that back there's nothing wrong with rehearsing mm-hmm. and you know doing repetition to get it right mm-hmm. cause you get that one shot mm-hmm. and you never know who's sitting there yeah, that could pretty much change your life you never know yeah you never know so that's you know that's <laughs> the main thing I've took away from yeah. you know my experience with the whole uh, press situation
0: huh huh Huh. Did you did you did you did you use that when you made the album? Did you use that philosophy when you made the album? Did you do a lot of rehearsing?
1: Um, well, now with the, with the album, the difference from this recording process from let's say with live uh-huh. was that um, it was more or less you know I had click tracks you yeah know, on stuff, yeah, so yeah. it was kind of like I'd lay one part and didn't have to call somebody else in and yeah. do another part. So uh-huh. it was very rare where it was like everybody was kind of in the room at the same time. Yeah. Um, Where with the unexpected, we were all in the room at the same time cutting. Uh, yeah, you know? yeah, So yeah. that was the biggest difference. But for volume uh, two, I'm really looking at, you know, really want to be in the room with the cats, like, cutting mm-hmm. all at the same time. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's a learning process because now I know I can do it this way. Yeah. Because you know? I didn't think I could really do it that way. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, you know, you're yeah. dealing with a lot of people's schedules and stuff like that. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. Um,
0: but then jazz is completely different. Yeah. Because they, they want it to be different every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that funny?
1: You know what? I mean, was, there, to me there's nothing wrong with it. And like I say, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do yeah, anything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, you know, that, that that's always been the thing about jazz, the improv. Yeah. That's what made it great. Right. You know, and right. even with the if you listen to the records from, you know, Motown and um you know, the Stevie Wonder, the mm-hmm. Steely Dan, was, yeah. you know, my dad played the mess right. out of Steely Dan. I, I yeah. was like, I remember being Just real little, and he just playing that. And Uh over Washington Jr. Uh playing that. Yeah. Um, Even gospel. Like for me, Mm -hmm. gospel is is a lot of, you know, you get the parts, Mm -hmm. but it's still a lot of improv, you know, that that goes into it. Um, Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with having it like that. Because it's, you know, music is the problem with the mainstream music I hear right now Mm -hmm. is perfection. They want everything to be perfection, perfection, perfection. I'm like, uh, it's, nah, the, in, uh, lot, the, the, it, the the imperfect yeah. is great. That's what makes right.
0: a lot of it's overproduced. Yes, it's just overproduced. overproduced.
1: And that was my yeah. biggest worry for this album was is that right? I did not want to overproduce it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm a perfectionist yeah. to a fault. Then I was like, yeah. all right, let me fall back and leave it alone. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you leave it to your own self, you'll keep, yeah, that didn't that didn't sound right. Then yeah. when you look it's like I listen back, be like man, ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> 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 ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. That is perfect. Right. But you know, yeah. I'm. Yeah. You can be your worst critic, and so, oh. and so that's why having you know Ozir in the studio with me, uh-huh. um, and you know having Farnell, that's a good ear. I would let yeah. them listen, and uh-huh. then we'll come back and take notes. And you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would even send filters out to a couple other musicians, and they'd be like, man, leave that alone, leave the song alone. That. <laughs> That's perfect the way it is. Yeah. You know, because yeah. yeah. like I said, I can be my
0: worst critic and just keep, mm-hmm. ah, this one mm-hmm. little
1: part here. Yeah. But no, you know, you gotta, you know, you just gotta learn to leave it alone and not overproduce yeah. it.
0: How are you with writing lyrics? Um, I'm not
1: really a lyricist. I'm I just you know I hear the hear the melodies yeah. and I'm like, I think this person would be great for this song. Uh-huh. And then but when they're writing the song, they'll actually come to me and you know, ask that's, me for yeah. my you know, my advice and yeah. I give it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you could take this word here. Uh-huh. Uh how about we cut right here and do the chorus right here or something yeah. like that. You know, well maybe
0: saying? that's the next thing you go to. Yeah, that's the next phase you know that's the next thing. why not Cause you, know. you, got enough, you, you certainly got a lot to say <laughs> <laughs> you know too, leave it leave to I, mean, I was here with
1: my man but he was like man volume 2 you gotta sing a song man they gotta hear your voice see I'm just like, see I'm telling you
0: I'm telling you I don't, know, you. I don't <laughs> know about all <laughs> that but you know <laughs> Hey I think he's right I think he's right <laughs> so yeah. well listen congratulations on the album oh, thank you so much you know uh, I know it was a long time coming and it was it's it's, it's great to see it and uh Great to hear it. uh, We'll be looking for you. Yes, sir. (laughs) Thanks for coming in. Ah, Thank you for the invite. Appreciate it. Yes, sir.